Welcome back to the Red River Cares podcast. Today's podcast will be a double the fun as I have two Red River employees joining me in the discussion. In today's episode, Richard Ackerman and AJ Murray are here to discuss our new HBCU scholarship, CCNA certifications, other Red River programs, and how anyone, regardless of your gender, race, or socioeconomic status, can have a career in technology if you do just three simple things. You'll have to tune in to find out what. AJ and Richard, I want to welcome you to the Red River Cares podcast. This is the first time I've had two guests on. So excited to have you both on at the same time. So if we can start by just having you both introduce yourselves. Absolutely. Thank you, Gina, for having us on. appreciate that. Uh, I am the vice president of our workforce development division uh, within Red River. Uh, I've been here, gosh, about eight and a half years, uh, and Red River has been a wonderful place for me personally and professionally. I started out building out the managed services practice, uh, and I was able to also run professional services and project management for a couple of years. So I've worn lots of different hats here at at, uh, at Red River, and it's really put me in a great spot uh, to, to drive the workforce development initiative. Awesome. What about you, AJ? Thank you, Gina. Uh, my name is AJ Murray. I've been at Red River for a little over two years now. I'm currently a uh, team lead on uh, technology adoption and our enterprise networking team in the Northeast. Richard, I know one of your key initiatives in workforce development is our academy program, so I'd like to start there. Can you tell us a little bit more about the structure of that program? Yeah, absolutely. So the the academy program really has some some history uh, prior to my coming to Red River. Uh, really, what it is, and, and it was really important as we were building out the the original teams uh, on the services side, building a relationship with college and universities, and having an accelerated development. Um, onboarding. So it's not a day and a half of HR training and then you're shown your job, but it's understanding the different business units, the different business practices, working through case studies. So very hands-on, very detailed learning uh, of our different business units, our different business groups, and how these individuals interact with those teams. It's um, really important that they have a sense of what each other does and, and how they help the, 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 the broader customer ultimately. And to that point with the case studies, we walk them through the initial interaction with a customer um, all the way through, uh, you know, uh, uh, the, the selling practices, the delivery uh, practices, the the uh, customer experience, you know, the 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 um, executive briefings, all the way through to an opportunity to expand and renew. So it's the complete life cycle of the customer. Um, along the way, they're getting on-the-job training from their different business units. Um, so sorry to be long-winded, but pretty pretty passionate and excited about this program that we've we've had. So AJ, this is where I want to ask you, I know you're in the field, you have your certifications, your CCNA, I'm sure there's a million other acronyms and, and certifications that you have, but I want you, after hearing what Richard just said about the academy and the skills that these people are learning in our program, talk to me about how this would up translate to real life in, in your job. Yeah, sure, absolutely. So, you know, particularly with the new content that 
Cisco and a lot of the other manufacturers have released, they've, they've really updated their certifications. And so uh, you're not studying legacy technologies that you may or may not see ever in your career. You're studying the stuff you're actually going to see. So it's, it's pretty easy to pick up the book, read about a technology or, you know, study a given section and then the next day go to work and, and apply that right away. Uh, it's, it's very relevant. You know, there's topics and, you know, of course, you know, networking, wireless, um, you know, some system administration, virtualization, of course, a very hot topic today and, and just about everything is virtualized. Uh, and then there's a lot of automation as well. And, and so it's very easy to learn about those and then immediately go apply and discuss it. And then, you know, the, the, the other soft skills that Richard mentioned, that's, that's definitely a big part of the, the job that we do here in technology adoption. You know, we have to work with our peers, work with the customer, uh, you know, have discussions with them to kind of pull out the answers to questions that we have about, you know, inserting this new technology or, or system into their environment and making sure that it's going to be successful for them. So, you know, understanding how to have those conversations and then, you know, n- truthfully, not everything always goes according to plan. So having the, the tough conversations too is also a big part of the job. So th- those soft skills and, you know, studying the new certifications and, and applying that can happen, you know, next day. It's great that we're really getting people to be able to go in the field and pretty much just get right to work. So Richard, I know that we recently launched an HBCU CCNA scholarship. So I would like you to talk about it in two parts. One, what is an HBCU? And then more specifically, the CCNA Cisco network training. Can you talk a little bit about both pieces of that, please? Absolutely. The HBCUs, these are historically black colleges and and universities uh, across the U.S. And uh, one of the reasons, uh, you know, that that we're thinking about HBCUs is is Red River really focused, uh, gosh, I want to say 16, 18 months ago on are uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion, right? So another acronym, DEI, diversity, equity, and inclusion um, in our organization and in our partnerships. And one of the things that we were looking to do and see is how can we do a better job partnering with uh, HBCUs uh, through, throughout the country? Um, one of the things that's really interesting is that through um, our academy program, we actually have some alumni of HBCUs. And so that lended itself to uh, extending relationships and opportunities. And so we've been able to participate in things like career fairs uh, and things of that nature with some of these HBCUs. So my team recognized that we had an opportunity to contribute and do something here. The second piece of this is um, the the training and education. So one of the things that the Workforce Development Division did was we acquired a um, a Cisco Networking Academy uh, Support Center and Instructor Training Center um, last year. And so, again, more acronyms. So Academy Support Center, ASC, and Instructor Training Center, ITC. We're also, um, we've become a Cisco Networking Academy. What does that mean? It means we have access to uh, vast Cisco um, uh, education content, their learning management system. We have over 200 colleges, universities, and high schools that are our customers where we provide support, training, education, professional development, um, so that those programs can teach Cisco content uh, and and achieve these great certifications uh, that, that we're talking about, which are really, really helpful for young people in their career. 
as as Red River was focusing on these diversity, equity, and inclusion initiatives, my team got together and said, wait a minute, we have relationships with HBCUs. We have this great Cisco education content. Why don't we create a scholarship for one of the uh, um, the entry-level certifications? And I, I pause when I say entry because it's not easy. There's a lot of work uh, that goes into it. There's some great prere- prerequisite skills. So we've decided to open up the scholarship to uh, HBC students, uh, and we're going to do three weeks of, of training and education on the Cisco content. So CCNA is broken up into one, two, and three, and we're going to offer those courses um, at no cost for uh, the HBCU students. We're also going to make sure that we pay for their exam. So as individuals, they can get their Cisco certification, and this is a great booster uh, for them as as individuals along with their two and four year degree program to go out in the, in the job market. And so a, a real differentiator, uh, tremendous, tremendous value to the students. And, you know, quite frankly, it's one of the certifications that we look for, um, for, for uh, new employees, especially in a lot of the technical roles uh, that, that we offer uh, in, in the different teams uh, within Red River. I love it. You just got me so excited when you were talking because I feel like this is such a great opportunity. Um, But I also really want to know how it applies to the real world. So AJ, if you can talk a little bit about a CCNA level one, two, and three, what, like, are they ready to, after this certification and they take the test and they pass, are they ready to hit the ground running and can they just start a job in technology? Like how, how does this work? Yeah, absolutely. So I, I would say that, you know, somebody with a CCNA level certification is is definitely ready to get started and get their hands dirty. But I, I would also say that, you know, they're probably not ready for like the super in-depth technical, you know, the CCNA is a very nice, very broad introduction to networking, and that will help them be able to sit in on conversations and understand what's being discussed. Uh, there are certainly uh, additional levels of certification uh, you know, so there's the CCNA, Cisco Certified Network Associate, there's the CCNP, which is the professional level, and then, of course, there's a, an expert level certification as well. So um, I, I would say that the CCNA will get you in the door and help you uh, jump on a team and start doing the work. Uh, but then as you progress up to the professional level, that's when you really start to understand and can do, you know, some design work on, you know, taking a solution and uh, inserting it into an existing environment, or maybe you're building a new network from scratch, whatever the case may be. So, um, you know, we're definitely not going to throw uh, something too difficult at somebody, you know, with a CCNA. We'll, we'll, we'll definitely match their skill set and their capabilities for the, the task at hand. And that's actually really kind of what I want to ask you both about next. So talk to me about why technology? Why is this such a career for someone either, you know, fresh in college or new to career and maybe they're looking for a job change? Um, AJ, I want to start with you because I know you're you're in the field, you're in the industry. Why is this a good place for someone to be career wise? Uh, it, it it's absolutely a, a something that's never going to go away, right? Like technology touches every part of our life, uh, and, and so it's it's not 
anything that's going to disappear tomorrow, you know, and, and even through the pandemic, we've realized like, Hey, you know, we can rely on and use technology even more than we already do. It kind of, you know, forced this ad- adoption of, of technology more so than it was prior to the pandemic. So it, it's, it's definitely not something that's going to go away. It's rapidly evolving. You know, there's, there's been so many changes to networking in just the five years uh, that, you know, in the last five years that it, it's, it's kind of exploded, right? Um, it's, it's huge. There's so much to it. Um, it's, it's never going to stop. Uh, and there, there's so many different pieces to it. You know, there's the automation piece. There's of course, you know, the, the wired networking, security, wireless networking, there's, there's so many different parts to it. So, you know, to, to your, your point earlier, if, if there's something you, you get in and, uh, you know, maybe you don't like wireless, but you like, you know, security, you, you can always find something that will grab your attention and, and help you hang on to it. It's, it's just a wonderful field to be in. You know, the, you never see the same thing twice. Um, you, you know, you always have opportunities to meet with and, uh, you know, work with new people. Uh, and it's just really fascinating, the stuff that, that's coming out at such a high, high pace. So it's not like other jobs where you're doing the same thing every day or, uh, you know, you, I, I don't think you can ever really get super comfortable uh, in this position. You have to be committed to being a lifelong learner and, um, you know, learning about new technologies, new things as they come out and, and always constantly looking for ways to sharpen your skill set if you want to be a really good, you know, network engineer or, or IT engineer. I'm not sure I can follow that, Gina, because um, AJ nailed it. Uh, you know, uh, I, let me take a quick second, actually, to to plug his podcast, The Art of Network Engineering. They they do a wonderful job actually bringing people from the field, and they highlight examples like this and people from different career paths and things of that nature. So if, if you haven't had a chance, take, take a look at that podcast. It's fantastic. Um, <clears throat> I, I think... Uh, the we're problem solvers right the the every day we're solving a, a a new a new problem and i think the 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 thing about it from my standpoint that's most exciting is that things are driven by the by the business um and it's really about how do we enable the business how do we make it more effective how do we make it more efficient um and so it always comes back to what does what does the business need how can you make the experience for the for the customer better and at the end of the day it's it's uh so rewarding because you're helping people right you're helping people solve real world business financial problems with these great uh, technology solutions uh, that are scalable, that are repeatable, that are safe, secure, you know, so on and so forth. And so I think that's that's how I'd probably try to add on to everything that, that AJ said that was just absolutely right, right there. So one last thing that I've been thinking about here is, um, you know, you hear it a lot from women, especially, and I think I've said it myself, um, when I think about the technology fields is I'm not, I'm not a technical person. Um, and I know that there's so many careers in, in a technology company, right? Um, here I am on the marketing team and working for our nonprofit and there, there are great careers in this technology field if you're not a technical person, but I guess I want to get to what kind of skills should a person have or what kind of traits um, do they need or would be helpful if they're thinking about one of these certifications or kind of want to break into the to the technology space? I, I, I can answer that question, Gina. Um, I, I think that if you, you want to get into this, this field, um, curiosity. Curiosity, I think, is a big one. You know, 
what happens when I do this? What happens when I do that? How does this affect this, you know, kind of curiosity when you're learning something? Um, definitely the ability and desire to be a lifelong learner. You know, if you're, if you're not somebody that uh, wants to learn and develop your skills all the time, I don't think that IT is, is necessarily a good career choice for you because it's changing so rapidly. Uh, and, you know, they're coming out with new certifications. They're, you know, th- things are just evolving so quickly that, you, you know, you have to be able to, to learn and uh, continue to learn as, as time goes on. Cause you know, as, as some of the, the, the foundations might never change, there's, there's so much riding on top of that, that foundational networking that is changing all the time. So, you, you know, the curiosity, the learning, uh, and, and don't be afraid to ask questions. You know, like I, I certainly don't know everything. I work with a lot of really, really, really smart people and I'm asking them questions all the time. So don't, don't be bashful. Uh, and definitely have the the soft skills. If you have, you know, the, the curiosity, the desire to learn, ask the questions, and you've got the soft skills, you're going to go a long way in the IT career field. All right. Well, this has been so awesome. And I'm, we're, you know, winding down this interview, and I really appreciate both of your times today. But this is the Red River Cares podcast. And we like to talk about how people like to impact their communities. I like to ask all my guests this. So um, I know, you know, you're both Red River employees and you know how much we like to give back. And and I know that that ends up translating and trickling over into our personal lives. So for you in general, it doesn't need to be anything big. You don't need to be volunteering every minute of your day or trying to solve all world's problems. But um, Richard, let's start with you. How do you like to positively transform your community? Gina, I think I would highlight the the success of our Think Smart program at the high school level has been really meaningful to me um, just because we 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 see these people right we see the educators we see the students we interact with them uh and we get to interact with them as they head off to 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 college and and careers and things of that nature so that to me i think has been one of the most meaningful things and we're really we're solving a a problem because the, the a lot of the high schools can't cover in the depth uh, that that we would we would love to see and, and really give give people a huge boost with STEM education. Um, it, it's just it's 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 difficult if if not impossible. And so that to me I think is one of the most meaningful things that we've done together. And I've certainly been uh, excited about how we're positively transforming our, our community through that program. AJ, what would you say? How do you like to impact your community outside of work? Oh, boy. So um, as Richard alluded to earlier, I have this podcast called The Art of Network Engineering. And um, that's a platform that I use along with some other co-hosts that, to share our excitement and enthusiasm about our jobs and what we do with with you know network engineering and IT. And so you know, a lot of people have taken the time and, and worked with me, and I look for opportunities to pay that forward. And we do that through... Um, you know, a, a study on online study community um, in an application called Discord. It's called It's All About the Journey, and it's it's where people can get together. And if you're studying for an IT certification, you can find others that are also studying for the same certification and work together, form study groups. Um, if you've kind of already achieved the certification you want, but you want to continue to help other people, you can join and help out there as well. Um, we've 
been selling merchandise related to the podcast. We take all the proceeds from that and we buy books. We uh, use it to ship lab gear and, you know, we have contests and we're just trying to give back to the community and look for opportunities for, you know, people that have been negatively impacted by COVID. You know, they lost their job in the entertainment industry. They're trying to use their skills to get into network engineering or IT. And, you know, we're trying to give away uh, books, uh, give people labs so they can get the hands-on learning, uh, you know, get them some vouchers so they can pay for and, and take that CCNA exam. And once they get that under their belt, they'll, they'll be able to get out on their own. So just looking for, for more ways to, you know, continue to pay it forward and, and help people out is how I like to impact my community. Oh my God, I love it so much. Um, I feel like we need to partner the foundation and your podcast and everything else you're doing in the community. We should totally get together because it's all in line and it's so awesome. I love what you're doing. Yeah, I I would be totally down for that and very excited about an opportunity like that. So where can people find you? Where do they find your podcast? And then are you on social media? Are you active on social where they could follow you? Yes, I'm, I'm very active on social media. So you can find me on Twitter. I am at no blinky blinky. Uh, it's a troubleshooting term I've used in the past when you don't have the blinky networking light, uh, you know, you know, no blinky blinky. So let's figure out what we got to do to, to get that light back and get network connectivity. Um, I have a blog, a personal blog, uh, blog.noblinkyblinky.com. Um, the art of network engineering podcast you can find in your favorite podcatcher. Just search for the art of network engineering. We also have a website, artofnetworkengineering.com. We just started doing video versions of the podcast, so um, you can go to our YouTube channel. It should be youtube.com forward slash the art of network engineering, but don't quote me on that. I'll get you a link for the show notes or something, um, but it's, it's great. So there's, there's plenty of different ways that uh, you can find and interact with me online. Love it. What about you, Richard? How can people follow you or learn more about our scholarships, Think Smart, the HBCU, all the different things that you have got going for workforce development? Absolutely. So uh, redriver.com and you'll find our education uh, content about all the different programs that we're offering. You can register for our courses uh, and you can read uh, about uh, everything from our networking academy, the Red River Academy, uh, our Think Smart programs, uh, so on and so forth. Um, on our Think Smart, uh, excuse me, on our RRCF page, you'll find details about and, and ways to apply to the Think Smart uh, program and as we've talked about, our HBCU uh, application. Well, this has been awesome. I want to thank you both so much for your wisdom and uh, being on the podcast and sharing why this is such a great field to get into. So um, thank you for for joining me today on the Red River Cares podcast. Thank you. Thank you, Gina, for having us. I want to thank my guests again for joining me on the show. This discussion made me realize that even the least technical person you know could have a successful career in technology if they are willing to be curious, continue their education, and are willing to ask lots of questions. Honestly, I feel like that's the approach we should be taking in all aspects of our life. And don't forget to see what the foundation has going on at redrivercharitablefoundation.com. Tune in next time to be inspired. Be inspired.